So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. So, I'm going to bring up three rock stars. Matter of fact, can we bring them up to the virtual stage right now, please? I've got three incredible agents, and, and to set the tone for this, my friends, and I, we're going to see them up on the screen hopefully in a second here. To set the tone for this, oh, there we go. So, I love the round of applause virtually. Hello, everybody. Um, so, just to set the tone for this, for every, all my friends that are watching me before I introduce my three panelists, um, for my entire life, since the time I was seven or eight years old, I figured out that if somebody else could do something that was extraordinary, whether it was their health or their relationship or their marketing or just the way they carried themselves, I figured out very early on if they can do it, if I can figure out why they do it, how they do it, the frequency, what they say, what they spend, how they say it. If I can do all that, I can model them and leapfrog years of experience, leapfrog years of pain. Between the three of them, there's about 200 listings sold in 2020. So this is an opportunity for us to model excellence at various parts of the country and extraordinary levels of production. So I'm gonna do some quick introductions. So Claudia, why don't you give them context for who you are, kind of the things we talked about. Just give them the who's Claudia and your business, real quick. Hi, my name is Claudia Cornejo from the area of Washington, Maryland and Virginia. I have 17 years as a real estate agent, but I had the uh, created Claudia and Associates, my still team because we are four agents and we are have sold last year 122 homes and our goal for this year is 165 homes wow congratulations so and how many of those were listings sold versus buyer sales uh last year we're 32 and i am the listing agent and the other three are my uh buyers agents uh-huh. okay so just like the models we were talking about earlier my friends the seal team model right so Carl, same question for you. Give them some context for who you are and, and some background on your business. I'm Carl Phillips, uh, Atlanta area. Um, I run a small team, SEAL team, myself and two other agents and some admin staff started last year. Um, 73 listings last year, uh, 18 buyers. I really heavily focus on the listing side business. Um, that's real. my favorite part of the business is the listing side and do most of my business through text. Uh, did everybody hear that? So we're now I'm going to dig in and we're going to get all kinds of their brilliant basics. So I'm just giving you context for who they are. Uh, the lovely Miss Edna, give them a little introduction, who you are, a little, little scoop on your background and business. Edna Kimball, I'm from Oklahoma and I have a small team, uh, a hybrid. So basically last year I sold 236 units. Um, the majority of those, about 139 were sellers and, uh, 62 of those were buyers. And then my team closed 86 units for about, I think it was a total of about 58 million. So just for context, like I was sharing earlier, like my client, Tim, who did $600 million in sales and the team did 103, you did 200 and some odd transactions on your own. And then your team did 89. Did I hear that correctly? 
Correct. Yes. Okay. So first of all, Claudia, when you hear that, what are you thinking? Well, definitely, I have to project and go towards that. And I love the fact that I have a model in myself uh, that I can reach out and get better. Absolutely. And again, all these all these people are doing phenomenal, but I always like to put people on the spot. So, Edna, we asked all of you to essentially just share something about your business that you do that they could all replicate. So, so I'm going to lead with you first. If you were just, if you were doing a training on how to get more listings, your unique factors, what it is that you do, share with everybody like how you do it. Okay, so listings specifically, I think that the problem is everyone thinks that there's some big secret in this market, but realistically, what worked in the last market is still working in this market. And my secret weapon is my cell phone and my database. I, I always think that contacts should end with a dollar sign instead of an S because it's. I'm just shocked at how many people don't go to their database when they've got that buyer. Um, some of the things that I've had some luck with was I call my top 10. So I've got um, a new bank president moving to town. He's looking for a high-end luxury home. I call the local jewelry store, the owner. Hey, let's have some coffee. And he gives me the scoop on who might have gotten a new diamond ring because hubby messed up and whose house might need to sell. <laughs> and then I just kind of very casually reach out to that client, whether it's through social media or um, sometimes I'll just call them up depending on what the situation is. But sometimes it's just uh, retargeting them and, and tracking them. Um, if hey, I've hold, got someone hold, looking- Hold on, Edna, hold on. Did everybody write that down? Because that's, that's insane. Who's the best jeweler in town? Who's getting married? Who's upgrading because maybe they did something wrong or they're renewing their vows, right? But like, that's brilliant. Okay, keep going. Okay, and then if it's something um, a little more rural area, like we're country out here, then I call the postal workers. And I visit with them, chat with them. Uh, they know who's moving. They know who got kicked out. They know whose stuff was on the front lawn yesterday. Um, they they know who maybe maybe the homeowner is exhausted from renting the property because of bad tenants. Um, they just kind of know the scoop. Um, I have a couple of local hair stylists that I call and. They have the dirt, y'all. And for a really nice gift card to a couple of different things a couple of times a year, they will give you the dirt. And of course, you've got to like super confident. I tell them, look, I'm half attorney and half priest. Whatever you tell me will not leave here. But there's a really nice little referral gift for you. And I take care of them several times throughout the year. And then one of my favorites that has just I actually ended up hiring his wife, was our local cable guy. I mean, they send people into the homes, and while the cable guy is behind the couch working, they hear all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so so call, use your database, call these, call your top 10, call your people, and just ask them, um, you know, who do you know that might be looking to sell? That That's probably my biggest thing. Going through the database, um, like the text message that you put up, I, Absolutely. I've, I've been doing that. I don't do the text message. What I'll usually do is just call them and say, hey, I saw that, you know, Johnny won that soccer tournament. Um, 
congratulations. How's everybody doing? Doing good, doing good. And then they'll ask me, how's the market? Yep. Wow. Well, you know, you're not going to believe this, but your value is really, really good right now. And then they lean in and they're like, oh, and I'm like, well, listen, I'm going to be out in your neighborhood, you know, on Saturday. Why don't I swing by after the open house and, and we'll just chat and I'll give you some ideas on what the value is and then just kind of go from there. It doesn't have to be, it's kind of like fishing. Don't do the, right. the hard yank. It's kind of slip in there. I'm still dying at part priest, part attorney. <laughs> that was a great hand me a dollar and your secrets are good with me i i have the um the things on the side of my car that say you know edna sells with my phone number and it's very funny because i have to stop and remember to take those off for some visits and i was running into it this time of the year you know you have to go wash your car also when you take those off because it's really obvious that there was something on the side of your car so yeah. Super cute. So, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to bounce a little bit. I want to go to Carl. So Carl, you know, Edna just shared some of her brilliant basics and, you know, obviously Edna going back to you, we all know the value of like having that like top 50, top 10, you know, even your dream 25 list of people you want to work with. So I love how you're activating those, those 10 people. And you got a lot of people in the chat talking like, Ooh, never thought about that. That's, that's brilliant. So thank you, Carl, to you, same thing. What are you doing to generate so many listings? I mean, you 78 listings sold, if I heard the number correctly, and only like 18 buyer sales. That's bonkers. Yeah, I, I'm a huge proponent of expireds and for sale by owners. I moved to Atlanta. I had no sphere. I didn't have any connections. Decided to get into real estate. Brilliant choice. So the only way I knew to get business at that point was to pick up the phone and start just hammering call after call after call. Uh, worked really well for several years, um, and then you know answer rates start to drop. So last year, end of end of 2018, actually, I was completely burnt out. So I switched to a new coach, and we really reworked what I did, and I moved everything I was doing with expireds over to texting. So not just one text first day; it's an entire follow up program with texting, with video, with everything that that basically you preach all into one system to generate absolutely an amazing amount of expired listings from text messages. Does it mean you don't have to pick up the phone? No, but it creates top of the funnel. So you don't have to sit there for the three hours in the morning, listening to the phone ring. It creates those opportunities. So you can strategically pinpoint the right people, the people that are ready to go. So you can pounce on those listings and show why you're different than somebody else. Okay, Carl, you got to hope people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So let's say I'm an expired listing you know, from memory, or you could put it up in a loom and you could share it, right? Maybe a combination of the two would be nice, especially because we talked about, mm -hmm. like, I'd love to see that video. Just, just from memory. On day one, we send them this, and this is kind of what it says. On day two, we send this, and this is what it is. And day three, like, walk us through, like, we have no idea what you're talking about, but mm -hmm. we want to do it. So day one, um, you're going to get a text message that just says, hey, Tom, this is Carl, Revere Real Estate Partners. Just curious, do you still plan on selling your home? With an exact video below it that says the exact same thing, no link, no bomb bomb, nothing to click. It comes through on your phone and auto plays when you get the text message. So you're avoiding that kind of scammy feel. What? Um, I don't hit hold any. On, hold on. What software does that? Uh, Sierra Interactive. Sierra Interactive. Love it. We love those guys. Keep going. What's what's the second? Uh, one? Me too. <laughs> second message comes across five days later. 
just says, hey, Tom, Carl, following up with you again. I would love to meet with you about your property. If you still want to get it sold, I guarantee it's sold in 90 days or less or I'll sell it for free. Okay, so the next one is an, a compelling offer. I'll sell it in 90 days or less or the sales the sale is free. It might cost you nothing, no commission. Okay, and then Correct. and is that five days later, did you say? Five days later, day five. It kind of... After the first day, everybody's getting 90 calls, 100 calls in the Atlanta area. It gives people a break. You know, if you're hitting people every single day, you're just going to get blocked. You're going to get muted. Um, and it allows people to kind of remember, oh, yeah, this guy sent me a video, a text that was completely different. Let me get back to him when it's good for me instead of 630 in the morning when everybody's starting to pick up the phone. Um, and then from that point forward, I, I try to bring them back into my website with a buyer offer. Hey, have you seen the latest price reduced properties? Are you curious what's on the market? That way I can bring them into my website, retarget them on Amazon, basically the same stuff you do um, with ads and just get in front of them as many times as possible. And I carry out this plan basically for eight months um, from the day they expire. I find the sweet spot window is between day 40 and day 65. Um, While some people want to get back on the market and sell, I think a lot of people after 90 days on the market need that break. They're tired of picking up the coffee cup. They're tired of making their bed every day. They need that mental break. And then when they're ready to come back on the market, I am literally the only person still communicating with them. So just to be clear, it's uh, somebody asked, like, what is the software? It's Sierra Interactive, right? Outstanding. So I see a couple of people like coaching clients going, hey, it's this one. You set it up once, set it and forget it, or is this you're actually texting people all day long on your phone? No, there's no way that you can humanly possibly keep up with that. So it's I put it in on the first day. The system runs its course, and it's pretty amazing. I'll get people that don't text back for six months, and I get a text saying, hey, if you have time this week, can you please come list our property? And you'll get a lot of mean people. You get a lot of upset people. And I find those are the goldmine. Um, those are the people that are treating everybody that way. So if you just simply text back and say, I'm really sorry for your experience. I understand where we're at. If you need something, I'm here for you. And then the next day, a lot of times they'll text back and thank you. And then a lot of times I'll pick up my personal cell phone, call them and just say, hey, you know, we talked yesterday a little bit. I, I understand the situation's not the best. How can I help you? This is my personal cell phone number. Even if it's not selling your house, you just want advice. Give me a call anytime I'm here. There, I go back to Empathy, 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 the book that I was sharing with all of you. That's a beautiful example. So, so you say the sweet spot is between day 40 and day 65, mm-hmm. but the campaign yep. goes eight months long, my friends, without his involvement. Now, some people will be saying like right now, like Carl, they're like, I have no expireds in my market. I call BS. In every market, there's expired listings. Are there less? Yes, but speak to it. Well, you know, Atlanta is one of the hottest markets in in the country right now. Um, Yesterday, in just my area that I work, I had 25 legitimate expired properties. So I cut all the garbage out, all the corporations, everything else out. 25 expired, sent out texts yesterday, set three listing appointments for this week. Bang. So do you recommend, like, do you recommend this strategy for everybody watching right now? I recommend this strategy if you're willing to put in the work. It sounds so great. You just send out some text messages and you get, you know, some responses and you do. If you really want to use this to its full potential and not just clog the market space, you do have to learn how to do 
this in a different way than you would on the phone. You cannot go super hard on these people through text. You're just going to get blocked. You have to ask really pointed questions. Uh, Chris Voss was a great, you know, example for this two years ago, asking, you know, that programmed no. The programmed no has been huge for me. Getting a response where the answer is no. Would it be outrageous for you to give me 15 minutes of your time to show you why I'm different? And picking up the phone still, if you're afraid of the phone, it's never going to work. You really have to integrate everything you've learned over the last 10 years of dealing with expireds into this one package, but it can cut three hours of time every morning down to 15 minutes of time and actually getting on the phone with the right people. Yep, exactly. So now, so I'm looking at a bunch of the questions and some people are saying like, um, he said he calls on his personal cell phone to offer, right? Yeah, so you're answering somebody else. Um, so ready? When they text or they complain, uh, do you just delete them from the text chain? If somebody says stop or, you know, get extremely vulgar, then yeah, I mean, it's obviously they're not interested. But a lot of times I think people just express their frustration. It's really easy to type out when you're mad. So I had a great example. A lady texted me back, how many times did you show my property when it was on the market? And I said, zero. I'm a listing agent. That's what buyer agents do. Are you curious about the difference? She texts me back, you're a zero. So most people at that point would delete them. Right. I text back, I I understand the frustration. I understand how hard it is to want to sell your home and in this kind of market, it not sell. Whenever you're ready to have a conversation, please give me a call. Here's my personal cell phone number. And that's it. Two days later, she called me back, apologized for saying what she said, asked when it was convenient for me to come over to her house, put her house on the market, was sold a week later. Bingo, bingo. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So, so, so far we've got Edna, the queen of the hairstylist, the jewelers, right? The cable repair guy. And then we go to Carl, who's like expired listings, text message, systems and automation. Both are brilliant basics, both are a process that they have honed over years. Let's go to Claudia. Claudia, what would you share as one of the unique things that you do that's causing you to win so many listings? I love social media and I, that's what I do most of the time. I focus in Facebook and Zillow and uh, um, Instagram and also what I usually so I like Facebook, okay? I do uh, at least three to four postings of Facebook to sellers because I also do buyers and sellers. So what I do for the sellers is Zillow reviews just focus under the seller's point of view and then I always give them information about the market we have to show us an expert so whenever they need us they're gonna go directly to us I use keeping current matters I love their infographics all the information so I usually post videos and different things another thing that I do to make it a little bit more personal it's every week I post videos and what I solve are just the questions that the sellers can have 
and uh, also their fears because especially with the way the market is they have so many fears so I approach them to give them the peace of mind and what I love about videos is a way to reach them so sometimes we cannot I mean we have a higher reach when we post a video because we don't see only one person we see thousands of people and of course we see that always and the views and the reach out that we have our post and another thing and you were just talking about it is the proof of success every time we have a listing we put how many times we posted the way we did it because we also advertise it through social media not just the regular websites so they want to see that if how much was listed how much they received and because at the end of the day, it's all about numbers, right? So we do that all for Facebook, and we also work a lot Instagram. And we change a little bit Instagram. Something that we love to play is with the Instagram stories. And we start doing that the second half of the year. We have great results because it's more interactive. And that's what, and sometimes it's short. Sometimes people don't have the time to watch something long. They just want to see you. And we're always on the mind with the stories that we use. Instagram and Facebook. If for Instagram, what we do is we make them part of the presentation. Let's say we go to a listing appointment as soon as we finish, or even before that, hey guys, I'm gonna be having a listing today. What do you think? Do I get the listing or not? And then when we finish, we post again, hey, coming soon to the market. And then also when we are staying in the house, the before and after, so they can see what we offer. And it's part of the services we do. And then, of course, I mean, when the house goes to the market and all that, they love the interactions when we ask them this color or this, or do you like it or not, and we do polls. So that's something that we've seen great results. They just love that. And another thing that we just start doing towards the end of the year, it's seller seminars. We do that once a month and it's live. They just love that because while well, they can be driving or they can be doing another thing and they just keep uh, uh, watching us through the whole process. And then, of course, we use some uh, Facebook ad and boost and other techniques just to have more exposure. Also, what we do at the end of the seller seminar, we leave a session of Q&As. So we work on their own questions. They love that. Claudia, mm -hmm. you are... Okay, she has the unfair advantage of having more charisma in her pinky than many people have in their entire body, right? So you, you just told us like 37 things you do that are amazing. I'm going to try and break it down from memory, right? You're doing a lot of Instagram stories, creating engagement. Hey, I'm going on this appointment. Do you think I'm going to get the listing? Would you then do the yes or no, right? The little button on there so they can actually vote and you actually see who's following you who's engaging, do that kind of stuff? And they say, good luck on your recent appointment. So I love the interaction, yes. See, what I love for everybody watching right now, that is making, it's, what that is, is it's million dollar listing on somebody's iPhone. Oh my God, he's going in on the appointment. He's competing against another million dollar listing agent. Who's gonna get it? And you have to wait for the commercial, then you come back, oh, Claudia got it. Those types of engagements on social are addicting for people, right? Now, I don't recommend Edna comes out of a hair salon and says, I just came out of a hair salon and figured out who's getting divorced and who's not, right? But there is a way for her to play the same role, right, in her way, just like Carl's gonna do it in his way. So I'm gonna bounce around a little bit. I wanna go back to Edna. So 
And then you would, you would send some things, some tactical things that you use, like a gold tracking. It looked like a direct mail piece, some calendar stuff. So my team, I think they're probably controlling it. Um, can we throw up those slides for Edna so she can walk us through this? Then I want to talk to you all about what you say on appointments to win. So we're going to get a little of that too. So Edna, share like the Edna's 2021 closing goal calendar. What, what is that about? Why do you use it? What's the story? Okay, so tracking is everything. Um, my goal is for me personally to close 180 this year. I realize that's less than this last year, but the next slide should be my personal calendar. And the reason is, is I'm taking off all of October. I have a really great, um, my daughter's getting married in Europe and um, I'm taking the like 22 people, I believe, to Europe. Um, you can also see a family vacation and some other things in there. I'm a big believer in family um, and life balance. And I think that you have to set your goals and then you have to look at those goals. You have to schedule your time off. Tom always says, if it's not in your calendar, it's not happening. Right. So I literally do my calendar for me personally and my family at the beginning of the year. Um, I also accountability as far as the goals, you've got to know where you're trying to get to. In fact, you can see behind me yeah, that behind you. On, right. Yeah. And that is starting with 2016 and every year I've nailed my goals. So um, a few times we had to add a few things on there, but it needs to be in front of you. It has to be trackable. It has to be measurable. You've got to be accountable, which is why I love my coach. Um, I've been in coaching for, I think four or five years and I've had, this is my third coach and I've gotten something invaluable from each one of them. Um, I'll just give you the short version. I've lost 62 pounds and added several commas to my bank account after I joined coaching. So thank you, Tom. Seriously. Wow. Uh, Doug Hannon, Carolyn Auger, and then my amazing current coach, Sandra. I just can't, can't say how amazing it is for us. So, yeah. Uh, and I was able to pay my mom's house off a few years ago. I, you did a video on that. Yeah. You, okay. So everyone watching, like I get super inspired when everybody makes more money, right? I mean, I want that. I want you to serve more clients. But when I hear I lost 62 pounds, added some commas and paid off my mom's house, that for me, yeah. that's deserving of a huge round of applause. Congratulations. I mean, that's, that's bonkers. No, I'm... Thanks to coaching, seriously. Yeah, accountability is huge. No doubt. So I'm going to switch gears. I want to go to Carl, then I'm going to go to Claudia, then I'm going to come back to Edna. So Carl, the biggest objections you're getting now on listing appointments from sellers and how are you handling them? What are the biggest objections you get? And I, my friends, I would get ready to write like crazy because this is that R&D stuff. So what are you hearing? What are you saying? Number one objection I think we're all facing is great. We can sell my home quickly for top dollar. Where do I go? Where do I find what I want to be in? And I think for all of us in this market for the next year, if you can master that, that question of where do we go? Where do we find a house? What if we don't find a house? I think that's the key to winning most listing appointments. Um, the things that I really do is know the market, know what's coming on the market, 
what's available with other agents. And then my best advice is really call for rent by owners. There's a lot of for rent by owners out there that will do short-term rentals, that will do short-term things for your client um, that can get them into a situation where they can sell for the most, be patient on the buy side and get into where they really want to be. Also, if you're not buying your own rental properties, Hold on, Carl. Hold on. Because you're, you're going, I mean, you know, I love what you're talking about, but let's, let's role play. Let's role play. So I'm the seller. You're the listing agent. So Carl, clearly, I mean, we screwed up with the last agent. We're so blessed to be meeting with you. There's no doubt you're going to sell our home for a ton of money, but then we're going to be stuck. Like we're going to get all this cash. And now we, we don't want to write a contingent offer. Like, so how do you solve for this? Like, what's the tactics? What do you do? Well, the number one thing I would recommend is putting it out there. There's a million buyers that want to buy your house. Let's see if we can get a lease back so we can put the money in your pocket, number one, keep you in your house for another 30 to 60 days, giving us a three-month window to find that perfect property for you. If that still doesn't work, we can't get the perfect situation. We look at the rental market, see if we can get a short-term rental. I personally have a couple homes I keep for special clients like this in this situation where I can put you up in a short-term rental situation. Um, And then if worst case comes to worse, we can always find another situation for a long-term rental, wait out the market and see what works best for you. There's a million situations that aren't perfect. We'll find the perfect one for you. So what's interesting, and I know, you know, most of you, certainly my clients, listen to the interview I did with Lisa and Glenda Baker and Eileen Rivera, and everybody kind of says a similar thing, right? Like, hey, we can, I can put you in an Airbnb, I can get you a lease back. If this is so obvious, why are so many people not doing it? Why are so many people still complaining that they don't know how to handle it? it I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little verklempt. Talk to me, Carl. What do you think? It takes a lot of... You have to be very proactive. And I think that people are really focused on getting listings, but you have to be focused on helping your client past just getting that listing appointment. How do I solve the problem? Not today, but three months down the road where we don't have somewhere for them to go. So it's not a panic state. The earlier you cover these things, and the more things you head off at the pass, the less emergent situations you have down the road. It's a much more calm transaction. You have plans in place and it really makes your client feel much more comfortable with you throughout the transaction. So Carl, all that makes sense. I'm being the seller again, but I don't, I don't want to spend good money on bad rent. So what do I do? Number one is the lease back. You can stay in your house up to 60 days for free. That's the market we're in. Buyers are going to be willing to let you have that to get into your house and still pay top dollar. Three months on today's market, we're likely going to miss out on a house or two. But by that third or fourth offer, if we really go in with a strong offer with what you want, we'll find you something in that time frame. Awesome. Now, you say it so calmly and matter of fact. I'm going to switch gears. Claudia. What is the biggest objection you're getting and how are you overcoming it? It's very similar. Basically, when they want to sell and they want to move to another property, what if uh, they cannot find their home? That's their main concern. So what I usually do is, uh, of course, we do the traditional then make sure it's ready. We'll try to find hold of the agents are doing but we do like Carl he said we do more work than that we have to be proactive in the market that we are now so what we usually do we always have a plan B and we tell them first is a short-term lease they have to be open they have to understand they're gonna get top dollars and they're gonna be able to whatever is the cost to rent something is gonna be paid in full because they're gonna get more money now 
So they have very clear. So they always understand their plan B. The other thing, since the market is so flexible now because the buyers, they just offer everything in order to get the property, we can get loan uh, rentbacks agreements, right? Rather than only five to six days, it can be one or two months. And the other thing that we do is when we start working in the listing, like while they are fixing out the house, while they are making sure everything and with the finances we start working in something that we call the jikes campaign so because we know where they are gonna be so we start going and knocking on the doors and tell them we have a family that is looking for this kind of thing they are financially ready and prepared so that's what we do we start knocking on the doors and to see if they are interested or if they know someone in the neighborhood that will be interested because we know where the seller is gonna go so we start going to do things at our homework before we put the house on the market. That's brilliant and not many people would take the time to do that. And it's certainly something that I hear from the best agents that they're like, tell me where you guys want to go, like in their pre-list sort of qualifying the appointment. And then they're already activating, like I'm going to do a Yikes campaign. I'm going to do a video. I'm going to reach out to my database. I'm going to go see if I can find you a home before your home's even on the market. Talk about a way to win the listing, right? So, Claudia, brilliant. Edna, and to you, like, are you getting anything different? And, like, are the rules in Oklahoma, like in Atlanta, you're, you're actually governed, like, a lesser leaseback. If, like, that, like, that's what I, like, I thought it was 90 days, but maybe it's 60 days. I know Texas is similar. So, Edna, what about you? How are you handling this objection? Because this really is the objection people are facing. Yeah. Yeah. We do have that 90 day rule with FHA loans because you're signing stating that you'll take possession as your primary. You, you can't use some of these loans unless it is going to be your primary. But we still we still can do, you know, a 60, 90 day lease back. That's that's uh, definitely an option. Um, I think the, the key here is to try to find the buyer who's looking to buy up and that is when it's very, very easy to go and do the door knocking. When you buy up, then eventually you're going to get to that point where you're going to find the seller who is ready to go ahead and downsize. And that's kind of been what has worked for us is yep. you might go, you might have two buyers buy up and then the third buyer or the third owner is ready to downsize. So it just becomes kind of a big circle. And so just showing them at the interest rate, it makes sense to buy up at this time. It's probably never going to be cheaper and getting them to pull the trigger on that. Yep. Um, even if they haven't, even if they haven't committed to putting the sign in the yard, we get the sign to listing and then we go to try to find them a couple of options. So they're not even being put out on the marketplace until we find them some options to look at. Then we already have those other buyers ready to see there. So a lot of ours sell before it actually goes on or within exactly. 48 hours. And yeah. I hear that from more Rockstar agents today than I've ever heard before. That literally you're playing Monopoly with clients, yeah. moving them around. But this is for everybody out there watching. Could, could all three of you show us on fingers how many people you have on your team? And maybe do like one side, your right hand is admin and your left side is sales. Show us on fingers. How many admin? How many sales? Two admin. Two admin and four sales. four sales. And then Carl, two and two. Pretty easy. Claudia? Four agents and we have three uh, admin. 
So four agents and three admins. So everyone out there watching, these three have scaled themselves, which is why they're able to do this. So closing, closing thoughts. Uh, each one of you, I'm going to ask you a question. So from Claudia, I want to know if I follow you on social, which everyone should follow Claudia on social as an example, so you can see what it is that she's doing. I know you do your stuff in Spanish and in English. I want to know how many videos are you producing and stories are you producing on a weekly basis? Oof. Uh, at least we are doing 10 to 12 stories per week. We are doing definitely two videos. And actually what we're doing next month is every single day, this month actually, because we started in March, we're going to be having videos. So we're going to have 30 videos which are gonna be the additional one plus maybe another eight that we usually do. So this month is gonna be like 38 videos. 38 videos in a month. Okay, so Claudia, in your on your uh, Zoom window there, I think, or hey, could somebody on my team just post uh, each of their Instagram handles? Each of their Instagram handles so we can have everybody follow these three rock stars. So Carl, I wanna go to you. So Carl, besides the expired listings, in a typical day, do you role play? Like give us your morning routine. Do you role play? Do you prospect? Do you do any of that stuff? I prospect heavily. Um, I still role play with a ton of agents across the country. Candace Decker is one of my greatest assets in the world for expireds and yep. some different things. Uh, insane. Um, I really heavily use the coaching, you know, my coaching group to bounce ideas off of Jared Johnson, um, you know, uh, John Taeb in New York, all these people that I role play with bounce ideas off of. I really use my mornings to hone in on my craft and I still call for sale by owners every day for rent by owners every day. My morning's pretty sacred to me. It's, it's where I generate my business. I love it. I love it. Edna, I, I kind of want to know the same thing from you. Like, you know, you've been selling houses for, did you say 17 years? 17 years. Right? So, I mean, not, you know, and I mean, you're young, you're vibrant, you're, you're number one in the marketplace. I mean, you're, you're killing it on so many levels. Give everybody your morning routine. Like, what is sacred for you in the mornings? So morning routine is everything. I get up at 4.28 every morning. I do yoga three times a week. I have a personal trainer um, just for for general energy because you got to have the energy. You got to bring it. The meds, you got to have meditation, um, diet, exercise. And everyone knows, do not bother me after 9 p.m. because I'm in bed. So love morning it. routines are super, super important. I love it. So you're doing your meds, you're doing your yoga, you're doing your exercise. What do you do? Like in a typical day when you get to the office, what's that first couple hours look like from a tactical standpoint that people should be thinking about? So I'm always in the office by 7.30 at the absolute latest and five days a week for the first 30 minutes, I'm, I have a meeting with one of my team members or my, or my coach. Um, so that's a great way to start the day. And for anyone who's thinking about having a team, when you bring on team members, that is really when you have to learn and grow. I think I feel I feel like I learn more from them than they learn from me sometimes. And boy, talk about accountability because you can't hold them accountable unless you're doing it. So I think that's really important. Um, so we spend 30 minutes on that. And then it's it's 
just basically knowing what my day looks like, getting my emails out of the way. And the one thing that I absolutely am dreading is the first thing that I do every single day because it's, it's if not, it's just taking up space and energy in my head. Um, and then we do a pipeline. I have, currently I have 38 pending. Um, so every morning I meet with my admin and we kind of go through the pipeline, you know, what are we doing final walkthroughs? Where are we at? Uh, listings that are coming on, that type of thing. And then it's all about FaceTime. And I literally mean trying to get, I'm much better in person than I am on video or on the phone. So anytime I can get in the room with the person, that is always my goal is to have um, a listing every other day or at least a listing meeting every other day. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.